0: You are listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break, episode number 66. Hey, so if you don't know, we organized a wedding photography summit, and in the last episode, I talked all about it. Talked about, you know, working for free, talked about what a summit is, um, all the speakers, all that kind of stuff, and while we're on that note, I actually want to talk. I want to circle back and talk about one thing that I said in the last um, episode because I know there was a little, a few people that got a little bit upset about it. But um, what I wanted to say was, I really drove home the fact that I don't believe people should be working for free if it's not their choice, and I believe that a hundred percent for all creatives. Um, it doesn't matter if it's you know it's your arts, your photography, if it's your education, if you're speaking at something. But one thing. I was really driving home the fact that I think if you were approached by someone to speak at a summit or a conference or a workshop or something that you should value your time uh, and not do it for free. But hey, here's the thing. Like if you want to do it for free, that's 100% up to you. Like absolutely. I've done it a lot of the times. Um, And you know, it's, don't let anybody tell you what you should and shouldn't do with your time and and you being comfortable with what you want to do. I also want to say I actually missed out on quite a few people because I said no one's ever paid me to talk at a workshop or a conference and I was talking about more the larger conferences that I've talked at and... Um, I didn't really include the smaller conferences but the smaller conferences are usually more community based and they do pay me so ones like, you know, there was a beautiful one that I talked at it was called A Bit More Soul in New Zealand, um, the, my favourite community in the world is over in Western Australia, Common Folk and I've talked at their one quite a few times as well, so the smaller community ones, they always, always look after me and all the speakers and that's why everyone speaks so highly of you know, those amazing ones, so when I was talking about it, I was talking about the more big corporate, um, big beasts, I guess, of conferences and stuff where there's a lot of moving parts and I feel like the speakers sometimes can be left at the bottom. And And to be honest, like I was expressing more myself, how I feel, especially when I first got started, um, I think a lot of people did take advantage of myself and my following and um, my willingness to show up and do things for free and stuff like that. So, I was just putting that word of warning out there. You know, if you are thinking one day you want to be an educator or something, like, I just want you to think twice, like, um, should I be getting paid for this? Is this is this an opportunity for me or is it an opportunity for them kind of thing? And um, am I bringing something? Is this a community or, or is someone just profiting 100% off my ideas or whatever it is? So, you know, up to you, make up your mind, think about it. And um, yeah, that's all I've got to say there. So, Wedding Photography Summit's coming up this month. It's going to be massive. We've already got thousands of people that have signed up and we've only had it available for one week. So it's incredible. I have no doubt in my mind is going to be the biggest and the best workshop in the world. And I love saying that because I'm all about over. Overpromise and then over-deliver. Tickets are only $7. So, you have to get on it. Seriously, like if you, even if you weren't a wedding photographer, you're going to get a lot from it. People are sharing, you know, business stuff, stuff about their craft, things like that. And I think it's just important to get into a room and we've made it accessible and affordable for like everyone on the planet. So, I think, you know, us putting this on all the speakers that have shown up, like they're all there ready, showing up for your business. And now it's time for you to show up for your business as well. And learn a few new things, get in the room, make some new connections, make some new friends. So today, I've actually got Elizabeth Austin Davis on the show and she is an incredible wedding photographer. She's actually Harper's Bazaar top wedding photographer of the world and she's a Fuji Film ex-photographer as well. Um, she's based in Atlanta. Her work is incredible. She shoots film, her energy, her smile's infectious and I loved that I just jumped on this call Got to talk to her, got to hear her passion and she shares so much value. So you're really going to enjoy this episode. So, if you do want to find out, she does actually have a podcast as well and her educational space is called Beyond the Pretty Co. Um, You can check her out on Instagram there or on her actual Instagram is Elizabeth Austin Photo. So, have a look at her stuff whilst you're looking through and if you want to say hi to her or myself, you can find us both on Instagram and jump into the DMs if you've got any questions, but she's actually teaching a class at the summit and so you'll be able to sit there for you know between 20 and 45 minutes and soak it all in learn a whole lot about style shoots and the editorials and the business behind those things and why we do it and you know again so much value it's seven dollars you can't afford not to show up weddingphotographysummit.com So I've got Elizabeth here, if you haven't seen the summit yet, which I'm sure you have because it's been everywhere, everyone's sharing it all over the place, Um, you would have seen that Elizabeth is on the lineup of speakers, there's so many amazing speakers and she, I just love her work, I really love film photography, I love the style of work that she does and I was so excited when she said yes and she's going to be part of the crew of everybody. So hey Elizabeth, how are you?
1: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, Tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me, whereabouts are you? What are you up to?
1: So, um, I am based, hopefully in a couple months, we're trying to buy a house um, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I got my started. I started my business in 2013 um, after one of my friends asked me to second shoot for him at a wedding. And then I fell in love with the weddings from there and just kind of blossomed my business You know, from that point on. Um, I fell in love with photography when I was really young, um, but didn't really know that it was uh, something that I could do as a career. Like my family kind of was really like, you need to go the corporate route. So I did the corporate route and worked for a big defense company here in the States for a while. And then um, I met my husband while I was in undergrad and we moved around a little bit. So during that time, I really honed in on photography and what type of photography I wanted to do. And once I found weddings, it's been like that has been my my bread and butter. I love weddings. It's my passion. Um, I have all my heart and love for every family photographer that's out there right now. I have all the respect for you dealing with, you know, people's kids and all that good stuff, Um, because I started you know, thinking I wanted to be a family photographer, but went into weddings and it's been, you know, amazing ever since.
0: Yeah. Wow. So when you first shot your first wedding, did you kind of get the bug and think like, you know what, I could, I would love to do this full time. Like I'd actually love to quit my job and kind of jump into it.
1: Yeah. So it, it was kind of a slow thing, you know, so my photography career was kind of thrust it forward. Um, I had a stint of having some health issues. And when I was going through that period, I was 27, I had a nine month old and I said to myself, you know, if God forbid something were to happen to me, what do I want to spend the rest of my days doing? And I, and that's when I really started to take my photography seriously and started to really, you know, um, brand myself as a wedding photographer. And it it wasn't until really that point that was kind of like a pivotal point for me to say like I was doing it as a side hustle, but that really like thrusting me forward and you know really trying to take that leap into um, you know shooting weddings full time.
0: Mm. How did you know when you could go full time? Was there was there a point where you were just like you know what having this job is sort of holding me back and and I think I'm ready just to go all in and go full time.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I have been the type, I'm not going to lie, where I have gone back and forth into corporate America um, because I've been a a consultant, you know, for um, some time in doing that. So I think for me it was when i realized that i can sustain myself and that i have enough skill sets within myself as a photographer or even outside of the industry other businesses that i have that no matter what that i'm going to be okay you know and i think also another part of this as well is that my husband you know did have a corporate job as well so it was easier for me to to make that leap and to say you know i have something or someone to kind of fall back on in that regard but that is pre covid you know totally. <laughs> that was before you know the pandemic and everything so it was a little bit less scary in that point but I do feel like um, I've really tried over the last like two years to just focus on you know my photography but I, I want to be transparent to say that that transition was not all the way smooth and if there was an opportunity for me to make money elsewhere I would I would take it
0: oh of course yeah it's it's so interesting and we all like have I guess like different journeys on how it all started but hey I'd actually like to ask you like have Since you took a bet on yourself, since you believed in yourself enough to, you know, become an entrepreneur and make your own income and set your own schedules and do all that kind of stuff, have you, has there been any days that you've regretted making that decision leaving corporate America?
1: Oh, absolutely not. You know, (laughs) I don't, I mean, absolutely not because I feel like just the freedom of thought and I know that that's a little bit, you know, uh, just to have that freedom is, I would never go back, you know, I would never, I feel like now that I believe enough in myself, and I know that I have enough abilities that, you know, God forbid, if something does happen, I always have the opportunity, I always have that degree sitting there waiting to be used. But I, I'm i using it to better myself now, because I, I ended up going to business school. But no, I, I just feel like, you know, that's not my path. My path and my journey is, you know, in the photography world and helping other people like entrepreneurs understand that they can make you know, a nice living with them w- and believing in themselves. Because I feel like that is a, a big thing that I I found on my journey that it's hard for people to understand their abilities. And when things get hard, you know how it is. Like, did I make questioning if I made the right decision? But every time I keep going forward, and every time I keep, you know, that momentum in my life or in my business, uh, it solidifies me in that I made the right decision.
0: Mm, and you definitely grow more confident as time goes on, as you sort of like overcome more obstacles and things that come your way or even COVID, you know, something big happens. Mm-hmm. You get more confident. Yeah. And, and you sort of like, you know, that you can keep going forward.
1: Absolutely. And I think for me, it was a really big mind, sh- mind um struck, like um shift when I decided like, I only need, let's just say if it's 20 weddings, so that's 20 brides or 20 grooms mm. to say yes a year for me to be able to make my income. So like minimizing it to that amount to be be able to say like the exact number of people I need to say yes, it, it allows it to not feel so big. It's like, okay, that seems reasonable. That seems manageable that I can do that. So I think also thinking that way and shifting my way of thinking has allowed that like scaredness inside of me to kind of go away
0: i was actually talking to a friend last night and um he wants to quit his job and he was asking me like you know do you think i will regret quitting my job and going in full time into my passion and i was saying you know like the reason why i asked you this is every single person i've ever talked to no matter what's happened they've never regretted taking a chance on themselves and going out and and becoming the entrepreneur and even if it didn't work out like it's a great story or you know you got so much experience and it, and it builds to something but yeah i think taking a chance on yourself is like the best thing you could possibly do in your life
1: absolutely absolutely and and like you said even if it doesn't work out now you know and it's mm. like i there's things that i've done in my business, that didn't work out. And it's like, I'm proud of myself for even trying, because that was something to overcome to say, you know what, I'm going to put this money forward, I'm going to try this out. And if it didn't work out, that is okay. Because now I have, a, uh, um, you know, those experiences in a bucket of knowledge that I wouldn't have had before of how not to do something. So just trying to see the silver lining in, in those situations, like, absolutely, I 100% agree with that.
0: Yeah, and looking at your social media, um especially these last couple of weeks, like you're shooting some beautiful weddings, you're flying around, like you have amazing clients, like you must it must give you like such a s- sense of accomplishment and you must feel proud of your own business of like what the, you know what you're building and what you're offering your clients and things like that, yeah? Like I know I do. Whenever I mean, I do all the time. I'm always so proud of the stuff that I make. I'm proud of myself going like, "Man, I'm so glad that I took a chance on myself and went out there and and (laughs) did this kind of stuff. Is that how you feel like for your business? Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Because I thought it was crazy shooting film (laughs) and saying that I was going to shoot film for a majority of a wedding, you know, and it has definitely been a journey and it's been an amazing one to watch even like my team, as they have, have, they have grown with me as I've continued to move forward. And we push each other to move forward. So definitely proud of everything and all of the accomplishments. And now it's just now for me, it's like, let's just keep going. Like, I don't want to lose that momentum. And Mm. I don't want to lose that creativity. Because I find that when I'm inspired, of course, you know, I've I've produced my best work. And I've been really inspired as of late, um, just with, Everything that's going on, it's just the weddings that I've been doing are so much, they're so meaningful to the people that are, you know, having the weddings and it's just different now. And I just appreciate what I'm doing so much more because we've seen the world stop and it's been a really good year outside of, you know, all of that. I'm trying to see the positive out of what's happening right now.
0: Do you feel like as you're growing and you do become proud of your business And like what you're doing, because like right now, I just feel like you're putting out so much, you know, good energy, you're creating amazing work. Do you feel like it opens up even more opportunities and more people are attracted to you and more people are willing to invest in you? More people are willing to get you onto a podcast or a summit and more people want you, Mm -hmm. like want your energy?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm a firm believer of positivity and positive thinking and, you know, even putting out goodness in the world, even when people aren't that nice. Um, so like, I've really, um, done my business that way and just moving with integrity. So like everyone that's out there, like that has been, you know, um, has had a hard year. There's things that I've done for planners this year, just out of the sure, sure, just out of the fact that we're all trying to make it. So it's like, if I, if I can position myself to say that I'm helping someone else, I've always gotten more out of it instead of trying to help myself. So like, that's just the way that I've run my business. That's the way that, you know, I just am as a person. So I feel like, you know, if that's one thing that I want people to know, it's like, if you try to help someone else, you'll reap that benefit tenfold, just in the goodness that you're putting out in the universe.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, this is all the stuff that I absolutely believe. So like I, I'm a business coach for wedding photographers and like mm-hmm. for, for me, like business is not like, you know, tactics and you know, dodgy things. It's literally like if you can show up passionately, share that passion with people and better serve people without the expectations of getting anything back, like watch what happens. And everyone that I've ever talked to that's like experienced any kind of su- success in their career, like every single person, they always say the same thing like, man, I love doing what I do. I'm passionate. I help the people. I help all the people around me. And of course, everything just keeps coming back. And I, and I believe Mm -hmm. that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I wholeheartedly believe that too.
0: Hey, so are you excited about the, the wedding summit we're putting on?
1: Yes, I am. I'm so excited about it. Like, I feel like I'm. I'm actually going to be taking some of the classes from some of the other speakers because it's just so much good information and so many amazing people that are a part of it. So it's going to be great.
0: Yeah, we're really excited. This this was an idea that we had maybe like five weeks ago, and then it's come together so quickly. We got so many people on board so quickly, but it's. I think for me, it still feels like, oh my god, I got so much work to do. There's so many <laughs> things to do. But I'm so excited.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it felt like that until, until you get there. I feel like every day you're going to find something else you can do.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> can you tell me a little bit about um, what you're going to be bringing to everybody, what you want to be talking about? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so... So I'm going to be talking about the business side of wedding editorials. I feel like wedding editorials are so popular, you know, inside of our industry. And just over time, they've kind of lost the reason why we're doing them. Mm. So I'm going to talk about like for photographers, like really how to use them to um, communicate to your ideal client and build vendor relationships. Um, There's a lot of things, especially here in the States of doing group shoots and like all this stuff, but what is the point of doing it unless we're really adding value to the people that are around us and just overall to our business. So we're really gonna talk through that and what that looks like. And if you do decide to do one, like how to do it in a way where your images can go viral and just give you a little bit tips on how to put one together. Um, I'm a firm believer that you do not have to do an editorial all the time or the way that I'm going to teach you how to do it. You only need to do it one time, one good time, one good investment, and you should be able to see the the change in your business to poach you to the trajectory that you want.
0: That's so cool. I'm definitely going to be sitting in on that class.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. You know, I, I love... And it's like one of those things where it's like, this is a tool that we have in the industry, right? Like, it's just a tool. And how do you use that tool to better yourself? Like, that's just basically what it is. But not everybody loves editorials. Not everybody shoots. And editorials, I mean by style shoots. Um, Not everyone, you know, it's not everyone's jam, but how do I do it if I need to see change in my business? So we're going to talk through that.
0: Have you like... you know during your career using style shoots and editorials and stuff has it helped you build your community and your tribe of people that um you know your fans i guess
1: yeah so um i really say that editorials have done a lot for me like when i was talking about me um, transitioning into weddings full-time i did my first editorial and after because i had a lot of second shooting experience but Um, their weddings weren't the weddings that I was trying to um, market to, like their ideal client wasn't mine. So um, I decided to do an editorial and it was in a a major publication. And I was able to book um, 30 weddings off of that one editorial that following year. So using that editorial and then booking weddings and then using those to leverage my business, um, I started there. And then um, from there, I had not a so good business name at the time. <laughs> so I, I did not even want to tell you what my business name was, but it was time to rebrand. I lost a really big wedding. That was a big paycheck. And I realized that my branding didn't match who I was or my voice. So I changed my business name to Elizabeth Austin Photography. Austin is my main name. Um, And from there, I did a really, really big editorial. And it is still being shared online. It's still being shared on Pinterest. And that one editorial booked everyone that was involved. They booked at least two or three weddings from it. So I do feel like, you know, in every point that I had a pivotal part in my business, And when I was really trying to communicate change, um, editorials were really a big part of that.
0: Awesome. So just to all the listeners there, just to recap on what's happening here, if you do something and it works really well, you always need to double down on what works really well and spend less time on what doesn't work well. And what I see a lot of people spending time on is really trying to work on getting followers on Instagram. Um, and that is not really going to move the needle like if you can do something that where it's like you've got direct results from you by by default you're going to get instagram followers you're going to get people on pinterest you're going to get people on your website and all that kind of stuff so the best thing you can do is go out there and create the more that you're creating something whatever it is that's worked before for you the more that you're going to be able to make a huge impact for your business would you agree on that
1: oh absolutely Absolutely. And I know followers are a big thing, but, um, I, I want people to kind of focus more on their, on your reach and your engagement. I feel like that to me is a more of a better metric of what is happening on Instagram. Um, nowadays, especially, uh, people don't really follow as much, but they do lurk and they will Mm. come back and, and lurk on your page and they may not follow you, but they'll come, they'll keep coming back. So, you know, just, um, continue, like you said, to, you know, focus on creating good content, that good content will always win. And being of service will always win. So, you know, make sure, you know, you're moving forward with those type of things. And I think that you'll see some change to your business.
0: Yeah, I absolutely believe that. I think for myself in the last couple of years, I stopped following people because you just get to a point where you get comfortable with your own group of people. And, you know, you're used to seeing whatever it is that you follow. But In these last few months, I've been following so many new people, finding so many new people. And I think it's been really exciting to expand my own network. And I think sometimes like even us that are trying to get followers on Instagram, we've got to remember that we need to go out there and find new people, follow new people, become into different people's groups and and just like you said, there, Elizabeth like um connect and engage with people because that's what social media is. It's literally socializing with other humans, bringing them value somehow, making it you know inf- interesting conversation or something like that.
1: Absolutely. and that's what it's supposed to be, you know um that connection. and I've made so many great friends and so many planners and uh, vendors that I've never gotten to work with, but we're Instagram friends, so you never know you know, who you may cross by just trying to reach out and define, you know, some someone different.
0: Mm. Can you tell me a little bit about um, education? Have you done much of it? And um, are you, you know, like, do you get excited? Do you light up when you get to share some things that has worked for you? And you get to spread that knowledge to other people and help other businesses, especially people up and coming?
1: Absolutely. So, you know, I've done um, this past year, um, a lot of different conferences online and in person before COVID WPPI and all, the, all of those. So um, education is something really near and dear to my heart. Um, I really feel like sometimes, you know, with creatives, we can be so stuck inside of ourselves and getting our getting out of that. And to see that the business side of our business really matters. And it really matters to the longevity of our business and how to sustain that and how to do it in having a healthy life. I think that that's something that's really near and dear to my heart as educators. Like, you know, money isn't always going to make you happy, even though it is important to be able to provide um, for your family, but we want to be healthy and having our business and that healthiness looks different for every single person. And one person may be able to handle 50 weddings. Another person may be only handle 10, but how do you be able, how are you able to do that in making it work for your life? So, yeah, absolutely love having, you know, a little bit of impact to other people's businesses, giving them some knowledge that I have, um, you know, mistakes that I've had on the way so they don't have to, you know, go down those pot and holes and hopefully have a smoother ride um, than I did in the beginning of my career.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. I love seeing you light up like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so interesting I feel like a few years ago like talking about business when, when you're talking to photographers it was a bit of a dirty word and people would be like oh no like we, we're we all artists here we don't talk about that kind of stuff and I think like people are now starting to open up to the fact that like hey actually if I just like sit down and learn the things that I don't want to learn like you know around about business and stuff it actually means I can live a a better life because one, you have clarity and you know, you know, for, for instance, like if you don't want to learn business, but you also don't know where any leads are coming from or how to convert leads or how to better serve your clients, like you're going to have anxiety. There's going to be, um, you know, so much fogginess right there. So, it's I feel like it's so much easier to just go out and learn this stuff. I think it's so important to be investing in yourself, listening to what other people have done. People have done it before. It's a roadmap. Once someone's done it, you can learn from that person and you can implement it in your own way in your own business, mm-hmm. and you don't have to become business obsessed, but just knowing some basics around like knowing your business and how, how, like you said, how you can live a healthy life, however that looks for you, I think is so important.
1: No, it's definitely important. And the thing too, about making sure that we are, you know, focused on the business side, um, is so that we can have longevity as well. Like we don't want to end up having to close our doors, um, because we're not taking care of the business side. So my goal, um, as an educator is for you to stay in business, because this is a, um, a passion of yours. And it's something that you worked hard to be able to do. And we want to be able to, sustain that so that you can be here for a while you know so I think that that's also a part of it as well.
0: One of the reasons why I put together um, the summit is because I noticed that there wasn't you know that many educators kind of uh, teaching right now but also like people that have businesses in 2019 everything was going so good so it didn't matter if you knew business or you know if you knew business or you didn't know business if you just had a camera you could have a successful business but now a lot of people are getting called out because they're like, oh, no, I actually don't know. When the times get tougher, I don't know what I should be doing. Should I be getting a second job or should I be falling back on something? And this is like when educators need to step up. Like if you know what's going on, like you need to help those people because, you know, now's the time when that business knowledge has to step in. And um, like you said, like continue continue your business for years to come.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I 100% agree with you. And I feel like this is the time to, to serve others, because, you know, we need, like, we are struggling as an industry, we are just struggling in general, because like, you know, everything that happened this year, so being able to have that business knowledge to, you know, um, to understand how to navigate through certain things, or how to change your marketing, uh, your messaging and your voice right now, to appeal to brides and make them feel safe. Like all of that stuff matters, you know? So I do agree that, you know, right now it was a wake up call and it was a wake up call for me too. Like this year, you know, I had to change weddings around and, you know, um, people opt out not to have their weddings. And what, what does that look like? Did my, was my contract right? So there's so many different elements, you know, that was, um, you know, that I, Feel that it's so important for you know photographers to know so that they can be prepared. And I think one of the things again, like 20, 2020 has taught us is anything is possible. So let's prepare for it. Let's prepare our businesses for it.
0: This might be a, a weird question. I know a lot of people wouldn't ask this question, but in all the chaos um, with what twenty twenty brought, was there any time that you felt like it was a little bit exciting for your business? <laughs>
1: You know, I honestly okay, so i'm not gonna lie. I just um, you just named me one of their ex-photographers So I feel like that was like the highlight of my year That's something that I have been like working on for a couple a couple years with them now so I feel like that has been like so great um in terms of uh, Being able to have that recognition to have that partnership with them But you know, I do feel like this year has been you know, um one for my business to keep going and one for my business to, you know, kind of see those ebbs and flows. And I have been like, just very thankful for the way that I have run my business before COVID Mm. and like sowing good seeds into other vendors or into venues because they didn't forget about me. So I can't say that, you know, I didn't have really good moments of people really looking out and just making, you know, making sure that I was okay and vice versa. So definitely this year was (laughs) through us for some loops, but there was some, some goodness out of it.
0: So what you're saying is because you had that serving mentality, you built that community around you, you're always helping those people when you needed it most people stepped up and helped you.
1: Absolutely. If it, it, even if it was like, Hey, I'm going to put you in front of your, of, of this client, you know, they're having a smaller elopement, like, or like me going to a, a wedding planner, like, Hey, I'm going to shoot you guys while you are setting up for a wedding, like just really being of that, you know, of that team mentality. And I think right now, even we're in the United States, we're still dealing with COVID. We're still, you know, in the midst of it. So like, we really have to look out for each other for the wedding industry to be able to make it like people are going to get married and they're going to want these vendors to be here to be able to continue to have their wedding. So like, but let's be realistic. We have to keep our doors open. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think for me, that's something that, you know, uh, has been really important to me and even having these business conversations with my friends that are in the industry, like, okay, so what are you guys doing? Here's something that really worked for me and really trying to do that community mentality and just having those types of conversations to make sure that they can keep their doors open while I'm trying to keep mine open as well.
0: That is so cool. Yeah. I think when COVID hit for me, um, I, you know, I have been in business for a long time. I've had lots of different businesses. So I, I'm, I'm actually really business savvy and like, you know, I don't like to admit it, but when it did happen on, on the business level, I actually kind of got excited because I was like, I was literally like, ooh, challenged. Challenge. I was mm-hmm. challenge, challenge accepted. Let's let's see what I can do here. And it was, I kind of felt like because I was running my business for so long, it was just working like clockwork. And all of a sudden, I had a whole new set of problems, which means it's, I had to get really creative with solving those problems. And I had to get out of my mm-hmm. comfort zone to make things work. And I had to think of new solutions for new problems. And then for me, like I get so creative with that kind of stuff. Like I, I love sitting there and just working out like, oh man, like things just completely got turned upside down for us we just lost a lot of money things are not the same like cool let's let's rebuild let's let's change this up
1: <laughs> yeah and I and you know I agree with that I do like a challenge I do like you know the ability of seeing things you know um, in a different way and like just seeing how this year was gonna go and I think for me, Um, it was really just managing my clients. I think that Mm -hmm. and managing their anxiety too. So I love it. And you and I think, you know, for me as well, like I kind of agree with you, especially like, okay, what does this pivot look like? Because I've pivoted into other things inside of my business, you know, um, really honing in more on the education side of things. Um, because I was already teaching, but now it's like, okay, so really let me help people by teaching. So I think that that is a part of it as well for me, you know, um, in saying that I pivoted that way in other areas and other outside businesses that have nothing to do with photography um, that we're already going to. So, yeah, it was definitely a doozy, but it's it's been <laughs> it's been interesting. It's been fun to be able to see you know, how creative I can be to make sure that I meet that end goal of what amount I want to bring home every every month.
0: Totally. And I think that like, the, <laughs> I guess like the reason why like me and you find it creative is, I mean, I mean, exciting because if you're an entrepreneur, like you're not really a business owner and like a business owner is just like, okay, so here's the structure and it's a repeatable process that you do over and over and then your clients are happy and you make a profit and then it's the end of the day. But as entrepreneurs, you literally feel like, you're always coming up with creative ways to solve a new problem. You're doing things that other people are not doing. You're pivoting your business all the time. You're creating extra income streams. Like there's there's just so much there. And creatives, like creative entrepreneurs, they really thrive off that. That's why they do it. You know, that's why they don't have an, a regular job or a regular business or a franchise or anything like that because because they literally thrive off, off making things for themselves, making their own break.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, and I agree with that. But I also have to acknowledge the stress that I was under this year. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> to be able absolutely. to do that, so like during that time, <laughs> yes, it's like during that time of flipping. Like, I just want to acknowledge that that it was stressful trying to figure all of that out and like trying to pivot and and like maneuver and with the creativity. But it was really one of those things of like what else I can do and thinking of different ways to bring in
0: that income while weddings were were not happening. Absolutely. 100% <laughs> agree on that. Not downplaying that. I remember in, yeah. in one week we had um, the close down in Melbourne and I had so many cancellations and, and deposits. I had to refund. I think my bank account, we lost $100,000 within like three days out of the business, which is like in a small business like mine, that's like all the money. And I remember just yeah. going like, and I've got staff and I'm like, whoa, like yeah, this is okay. Like this is happening now, you know, we're going to have to make something work because this is not working.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Can no, I understand
1: that. I have an, I have an assistant <laughs> as well. So when those, those <laughs> deposits or payments are, were expected and they didn't come, I was like, okay, so I have to figure out how to keep her you know, keep her going because like her family is depending on, mm. you know, me being able to do that. So it's like a big responsibility when you have employees to be able to do that. But it was a doozy for a while there of like, what is this going to look like and how is this going to go? Um, but again, like you said, like going back to that creativity and then also like, even inside of my business, understanding where my different revenue streams were and, um, really massaging those different revenue streams, to be able to bring in some money i think that was you know something that again had i not done that before covid and if i had not taken the business side of my you know business seriously i would have been in a lot of trouble
0: absolutely i think um just like listening to you talk like you are a natural born leader and you know like the fact that you just jump straight in and think about you know um, your your staff and you talked about your clients before helping their anxiety your staff their their family like making sure that you're supporting everybody like um, a lot of people like if, if you're not, not a natural born leader it would be so much harder because you know Number one is you're trying to look after yourself, but then if you don't even know how to do that, like it's it's going to be a hard process. But if you're a leader, the first thing that you do is you step up and go like, hey, I've got to make sure I make this work because I've got staff, I've got family, I've got friends, I've got kids, i got husband, i got, you know, like all this stuff. And then it makes you, that that's the, like the drive that you need to make it work, you know, because you have a massive why. Like I need, I have to make this work actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, like that why matters a lot that mm. why matters like in your business and then also like why you're shooting as well because you know if i didn't understand both sides of those i would have been lost this year you know e- even saying lost to me why am i still doing this like mm. what what is pushing me forward to even want to still try because it's been so hard so it is important to to understand that
0: yeah cool all right so <laughs> where where can we find you? I know you've got a podcast, <laughs> I know you've got stuff going on. Um I want I you just to, just to tell me everything. And and also like to all the listeners out there, I know everyone all, all the listeners are going to be at the summit. They're going to be they're going to be checking out your stuff, which is going to be really cool. But where can they dive in now and like learn a little bit more about you?
1: Yeah. So um, my Instagram, my photography Instagram is um, Elizabeth Austin photo. And then I also have an educational side of my business, which is called beyond the pretty. And it's literally what it means. And like the title says what it is, Um, we dive into all of the things behind, you know, creating our beautiful images. Um, There is a podcast that's also a part of that season one is happening now as we speak. And um, we have a surprise for season two. So I hope you guys come along and you know, follow that journey that's happening over there. So, so there's some really cool things that are coming down. That's happening um, with that platform.
0: So cool! There you go, guys. I know you like listening to podcasts because <laughs> you're listening to mine. So there's a new one to put on your list. Um, mm-hmm. I will link in the show notes right here um, all those Instagram accounts and the podcast as well, so you can find it really easy and go over. And if anybody liked today's show or if they want to say hi, can they send you a DM message? Can they? Can they? Oh, contact definitely.
1: You? Yes, please, please. I would absolutely love for you to come into my DMs. I would hear love to get some feedback on you know what that looks like or what you thought of this episode and like all that good stuff.
0: Awesome. Um, hey, last thing is on the summit because it's all in um, Pacific time in the US. It's it's actually going to be like three or four a.m. for me. I think at um when it's your show, so I'm going to be there. I'll be there live, like presenting the whole thing. But it's going to be the funniest thing I've ever done like we're, we're starting me and the team are all starting work at 2am and then we're finishing at midday twice over oh. yeah so it's going to be so yeah. much fun but it's going to be a lot easier for you to, um, to be there and yeah I can't wait for yeah. it I'm so excited I can't wait
1: and I hope you guys come it's going to be a lot of fun it's going to be great a lot of good information we love creating opportunities for you and hope you'll share this podcast with your friends and loved ones more information on this podcast our online courses products workshops or just want to say hi we're here for you
0: at gylong.co.